Welcome to the FFI Practitioner Podcast. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich. And today's podcast features a conversation entitled, Becoming a More Conscious Advisor, Models for Managing Differences. This conversation with Dennis Jaffe, Marta Vietz, and Hakeem Ben-Badra is derived from an FFI Global Education Network course on governance. Dr. Jaffe is a professor emeritus of organizational systems and psychology at Saybrook University, and he's a senior research fellow with Banyan Global. Dr. Marta Vietz is a member of FFI and co-chair of the 2020 FFI Global Conference Program Committee. She's currently working with family offices at the Wealth Management Institute in Singapore. And Hakeem Ben-Badra is the VIP and family business director of the Africa CEO Forum, working closely with owners and CEOs of family businesses across Africa, supporting them in their development. Dennis, share with us why and how becoming a more conscious advisor is so important. The work of advising is uh, is often done kind of ad hoc. Family calls and you talk to them and you set it up. And uh, what what we're finding is people have to be a lot more thoughtful about how they approach um, a family because a family is uh, has a lot of rivalries and challenges and everybody sees things differently. And if you want to be the advisor to something called the family, um, you have to really think through what that means how you do that, or you're going to um, potentially find yourself in, in trouble or not being as effective as you can be. Marta, tell us in your own words why you think this is so helpful for people to learn. This course provides some basics about the governance, which is really at the heart between the family and the business system, how to become a trusted advisor. So we all kind of know that there are some uh, very difficult processes that happen uh, in in families and that course provides a little bit of theory. It is finalized with a capstone webinar in which uh, we can uh, discuss our own cases, our own examples with much more uh, experienced uh, trusted advisors. Hakeem, how has this course and all this learning helped you in your part of the world? This course was crucial because it gives you perspective. When you advise families, family businesses in particular, it's important to have perspective and to kind of uh, go out of what you know and and bring, um, I would say, um, external content. And in my case, I mean, working with African family businesses, I would say, you know, uh, family business is a family business. You just have to adapt uh, to, the, to the culture. I would say maybe if I would work with a U.S. Uh, family business or Nigerian culture is different, but at the end, to be a more conscious advisor is the key to be a really helpful and would say an added value to the to the family business we advise. So a lot of what we're talking about here with this Gen course is really not just theory, but logistics and how to move, how to approach, how to almost like learning an exercise routine. Comment, if you will, on on that kind of uh, application in this course, if you would. Everybody in the family, including the advisor, is um, under um, pressure, and that makes people uh, anxious. And when you're anxious, um, you have this desire to do something, um, to make the anxiety go away. And um, a lot of uh, families come, we have to make a decision, we have to do something. And um, we know that decisions that are made um, when you're anxious, are narrowly focused, are you know trying to get rid of the anxiety, not really help the system. And I think as a consultant, one of the things that you have to do is kind of take a deep breath, step back, and tell the family, "Wait a minute, we can't rush." There's a there's a statement that that um, consultants use: 
go slow to go fast. And I use that all the time. I say, wait a minute. It's it 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 you're feeling pressure, you're feeling anxious. This is really um uh, important to you, but let's all step back and see um look at the situation a little bit more broadly. Let let's uh Let's look at where we are. Let's look at where you want to get to and and not just think that you're solving this one particular problem, but really making how can we make a better family and a better family business, um, all of us working together. This is a one of the crucial things that uh, advisors do is to this step back and uh, look at the big picture. I'd like to examine each of these common challenges facing the professional. Very briefly, we've actually covered one of them the pressure to move too quickly. Dennis, I'll start with you again on another point, and then we'll move to Marta and Hakeem. The challenge of staying independent, not easy in this particular area, but so vital, so critical. Well, I think, um, number one, staying independent is really um, saying who is, starts with the the question, who is your client? And to say it's the family is uh, is nice and it's a good starting point, but I think you have to really define who you're um, who you're working with and make it clear to them. So, for example, some consultants say we're working with the business family or we're working with the owners group. Others say we're working with uh, a generation. We're working with the third generation, and I think you have to define the client. And then, um, in order to stay independent, it's not that's your assumption. You want to be independent. The family sees a certain way. And there are sometimes many family members. So you have to convene a group and really get a clear definition between you of what are we doing? What is this all about? What is the goal of this? And how are we working together? And that's not just with one person. It's with a group. If you have 30 um, family members, you have to have like a steering committee of some sort working with you. And being independent is really a shorthand for saying defining the client and getting on the same page for everybody to be working together and pulling in the same direction. That just as important as professionals remaining independent is for them to be seen to be neutral and independent, to be seen. Let's comment on that, if you would. There's a tendency of creating various uh, triangles, so we may be victims of triangulation in real or only in perception. But it is as important to manage the reality as the perceptions. And sometimes the perceptions can be created based on very tiny and really not very important events, like, uh, for example, you spending a little bit more time with one of the family members or, you know, going out for dinner with one of them or, you know, accepting a lift to the airport. Things which may not be necessarily really important, but they are just much more visible that working on the perceptions as on the reality is equally important. Hakeem, comment, if you will, on the challenge that is being objective in this particular case. Very challenging to be objective, especially when you work with people who became friends, for example, you know, and especially uh, in the African context, trust is key. Trust is key and um, people will ask you to be to advise them if they know you and they trust you. And it's complicated sometimes to bring uh, external people to advise people who have uh, another uh, expertise. So I would say, you know, for me, it's a daily challenge to remind myself, like, you have to be objective. It's not because you know that these people that, uh, you know, you don't overpromise, uh, brings a good expertise if needed. If you can't do it, step, step down, say, okay, I'm not a good advisor for this. I, I really advise 
to recommend to talk with that person or this person. So it's um it's something that you you have to keep in mind to bring the I would say the best uh, to the to the family and and the family business at all. Dennis, comment if you will on inclusion versus representation. Well, the issue of inclusion um, has to do with a lot of advisors. I think um, uh, particularly uh, traditional advisors have say, well, well, you are my client, for example, the the elder patriarch or the elder generation, and you're the decision maker. It's your estate plan. It's your business. You make the decision. And um, and I think advisors have to think about it, not just in terms of who's there, but if you work with a system and you work with one person independently and in secrecy, the fact that you're working in secret act actually has a negative effect on the other people who are involved. They feel excluded. They feel um, uninterested. They feel rejected. They, they fear what's going to happen. And so I think as an advisor, you have to, you can be clear that, that decision makers are this group, but you have to be um, uh, helpful in, in helping people communicate in the family with the other groups. Um, for example, um, there's no reason if, if you're a decision maker, why you wouldn't want to hear the opinions of family members. And family members understand it's not your decision, but we want to have a family meeting to hear what you think about this. For example, selling the business or looking into the future or, or deciding, um, making a major uh, de- decision on a, um, a change in direction. So there's um, a need for working with a group that may be the decision makers and building a communication process that opens up the system and builds transparency. And I think a lot of um, advisors have to help the family understand why um, a more inclusive process. Um, another example has to do with the uh, um, you know married in um, family members. They're part of the family, but they're sometimes not part of the family, and it's appropriate. They're they're not decision makers. They're 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 new. They don't really understand the business. But if you exclude them and you don't communicate with them and you don't bring them into the process and let them know that it's happening, each of the individual households of family members gets disrupted because people feel caught. I am an owner. I'm the daughter of uh, the founder, but my husband um, has feelings also. And we have kids together and they're coming in and asking questions. So the idea of inclusion is a, is a key area and it, and it um, goes beyond who's making the decision saying, how are we opening up this system, building a common ground? Another challenge facing the practitioner, ensuring a fair process. That takes work. That takes effort. And people recognize when something is fair. They certainly recognize when something's unfair. How does this uh, learning module help us determine how to do that, how to bring fairness into practice? One of the way to ensure uh, the fairness is to ensure a fair process. Because the process of establishing governance in family business is more important than the outcome itself. Reason being, in private businesses, there is no one-fit-all model, and there can be as many solutions as there are family businesses. So for one, being more inclusive towards uh, family members would be a solution. For others, uh, being more exclusive would be uh, would be a solution. We also sometimes speak about family embeddedness, entrepreneurialism embeddedness, Really, the most important is how we as advisors can um, ensure a fair process for the family to arrive at a specific solution that works for them. Hakeem, if you would comment on the 
Final point, managing differences, a required skill in the conscious advisor, perhaps more so in the conscious advisor than anyone else. How does that uh, fit into your game plan? I mean, if we talk about families in general, brother, you would say the brother's brother is extrovert and that one introvert or uh, the sister is more into numbers and stuff like that. So these differences are intrinsic of the family. It's part of the family. When you go into the business and you mix the business and the family, the family business, then these differences can have bigger impact, right? It can have an impact on the on the way the business uh, is managed, is managed, for example. And and so these differences, instead of seeing them as something that is a blockade, and when I talk about differences, I can also talk about different viewpoints where the business should go. And, oh, for example, oh, we need a, a new uh, independent, non-family board member, right? Uh, who we want? Oh, that one is the best pick. But maybe uh, uh, the father will think, oh, I believe this person is better. So actually, it's just to, to make uh, the family, the members of the family business, the family members, understand that differences are, I would say, a natural and that it's important to not see uh, difference as a as an issue but more as a not as a i would say an added value to the business and and if they, re, they succeed in communicating about it i think communication is, is very important in this regard uh the differences can really uh bring the the business forward and not be some things that will prevent the business from developing and growing. So differences of opinion would prevent some inertia and could actually spark um, creativity and uh, solutions which would benefit the family and the business in the longer term. The base of all these are generally positive relationship and some sort of a trust, which could uh, be established when you will, with the help of advisors, specifically when advisors under, understand different um, personality of different people. I explain what are the stages of the conflict, what are the types of conflict, personal conflict versus conflict or differences of the opinion. Sometimes I uh, even force the families to wear the six hats. There is this exercise that every person has to wear a different hat. One person is a creative, the second one is a, a logical person, yet another one is the devil advocate, and so on and so forth. But by forcing them to wear the hat of a different color, I just make them step out of the comfort zone and I take them to the trajectory of different way at uh, looking at different things. Sometimes the conflicts uh, are so escalated that I don't think that we as family business advisors can handle it anymore. So it is also very important to know where is the tipping point, like a line beyond which you probably can't do much and you would be much better off referring them to either a lawyer or some very specialized mediator, or just basically sometimes also to walk away from that project, because staying in that project will also damage your reputation. First of all, there's a tendency in families to see differences. Every family, if you have people married in, you have young people, parents and children, you have males and females, there's going to be different views and uh, differences aren't natural. What happens is families jump and they say differences if we talk about differences, that is conflict. And, and, and I, I find that you have to differentiate talking about differences and conflict. Conflict is when you put aggressive emotional energy into it, which creates polarization and, um, and uh, emotional 
um, stakes in it. And what you have to do is help the family step back quietly, listen to the differences. Um, in, in families today, you have families um, where people are from different cultures. You have families that have very different ideas, been raised in different worlds. My children, my grandchildren, their worlds are so different from mine. And what I need to do is if since we're if we were in a family business together, I would have to understand them better. And that that's the, the process. I think the the other um the other thing about about um conflict is that um families have to become comfortable with the fact that talking and listening to differences is not um giving power away. A lot of uh, older generations say, well, if, if we talk about it, um, they'll get upset. It's my decision. Why should I listen to them? And what you have to do is is promote transparency. Um, and I, I think the, the other thing about conflict is that families um, have to become comfortable with it because one of the things that differences produce is new ideas. And what we find is if you eliminate conflict and you don't talk about differences and you shut out new ideas... You don't get innovation that somebody may have a new idea and they say, well, dad doesn't want to listen to it. Family's not interested, so I'm going to go out and do it. And what you've done is you've pushed out um, new energy and an entrepreneurial um, vision that is so precious for your family. So differences is, it's to me, a, a real overriding theme in the work that we're doing is, is respecting differences, being uh, fair to everybody, finding a way forward and, um, and, and opening up the family to new ideas. And that's a wonderful thing that, a, that an advisor can do for a family. Thank you to Dennis, Marta, and Hakeem for this very interesting exchange. Listeners who are interested in learning more about this topic or enrolling in the GEN certificate programs should visit FFIGEN.org. That's FFIGEN.org. And for more information on the FFI practitioner, simply go to FFIPractitioner.org. Thank you for listening.